calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Last June, a Los Angeles radio station introduced its audience to a new comedy segment, Confess Your Crime. But just before 9 a.m., the fun ended with a call from an unidentified man who made a chilling confession. What you're about to hear are excerpts of the actual call heard by half a million listeners. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. Ah! Well, it's getting dark. We should probably start a fire. Man, how do we do that? Hey, do you think there's directions about starting fires in the song, We Didn't Start the Fire? I don't think so. I better go through it all. Stuff, stuff, stuff and stuff. History and stuff and stuff. People, people, someone's name. History and sports. Big disaster, someone's name, stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff. History, someone's name, something I don't know. Famous guy, movie star, don't know who these people are. Stuff and stuff and history, yelling really loud at me. Okay, how's the fire coming? And now, it's Marco Thursday. This is LeBron James, by the way. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Thursday morning, the 24th of Rocktober. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit disappointed today. Hmm. Bye. Bye. I miss I miss James Bond Kevin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I miss sophisticated Kevin yesterday. It was a yeah. treat. You go with James Bond Kevin. I go with uh, like real estate agent Kevin. <laughs> I don't think it was quite as dapper as you remember. Listen, it. if I get to pick, I'm going to pick James Bond. Okay. If you don't mind, if fine. I get... That's allowed. Yeah. Ali, you're, you're with me. I mean, he was no, he was suave and sophisticated yeah. yesterday, right? Absolutely. He was drinking his coffee with his pinky up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like we well, get it, Kevin. You're a different man today. An all new dude, man. And now he's just uh, not happy with it. Just, just you skate, know what he's doing? He's skateboard we- kid, Kevin again. He's wearing an LA Galaxy shirt. That's what he's doing because there's a big game tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is playoffs. That's why I'm wearing it. Oh, you don't have to tell Allie, man. She keeps track every yeah. minute LAFC of the playoffs. LAFC versus Galaxy. It's the battle of LA. Yo, whoever wins goes on. It's one and out. Boom. This has been sports without any case. Um. Guys, I have often said, we have a very big uh, program today, we'll get to it in a moment. I have often uh, expressed my admiration for uh, smart people, uh, in particular for scientists. Thank you, Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, smart people in suits especially. <laughs> scientists blow my mind with the stuff that they are able to figure out, the stuff that they are able to do. I mean, especially, uh, especially astronomers. I mean, when they tell us about something that's 400 million light years away and they tell us what happened half a million years ago in that spot in space. I mean, I don't even understand how you begin to comprehend stuff like that. Sure. And then I see experiments like this, and I think, I mean, (laughs) thank God that there are people who do these things, but how does anyone ever think about this? The University of Richmond, researchers there, are trying to figure out if there's anything that we can do to help with mental health issues that do not involve drugs. 
So they're looking for things like for schizophrenia and depression. If there's any way, if there's any things that they can have people do ultimately that will incre- that will make them happier without using medication. Right. Okay. okay. I mean, like running. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Which they already know. Which they know. Yeah. At what effects you know different kinds of stimuli and sure. hormones have on the brain? Mm-hmm. So what they've done, this one experiment that they have done, is they have taught a group of seventeen rats how to drive little plastic cars. That's a terrible idea. How uh, cute. That's not what I thought. I, I mean, thought that's it... what we need is a bunch of rats on the road in Southern <laughs> oh. California as well. I mean, is, is the idea being we see it and we go, oh, and it makes us get out of our depression? Yes. Yes. No, so this is turned cute. Adorable. Let me tell you about, let me tell you about the, so what they did is they built these tiny electric cars by attaching a clear plastic jar to an aluminum plate fitted to a set of wheels. And then they put copper wire threaded horizontally across the jar Three different bars, left, right, and center. And if you want to drive the car, all the rat has to do is get in the car and then sit on the aluminum plate and touch the copper wire, completing the circuit. And then the and then the rat can drive. He can point the car in whatever direction he wants and steer it and drive it all around the... the but does the, he understand uh, driving? Does he know what well, he direction knows, to point it? Kevin wants to know his motivation. I mean, come on. No, but what he does know is when he climbs into his little electric car, it goes... That's what he knows, and he's a you know he's a, a sentient being, and he re- recognizes, hey, if I do this, this will happen. I so, notice all of you are calling these rats he. Uh, Go on. There may have been some girls. They're I'm bad sure. drivers, so I'm not he. sure. Yeah, oh, you don't want to okay, start. You don't okay. want to start with girl rats, that's true, because then it's just nothing but accidents. <laughs> so anyway, so um, so after months of training, the rats not only learned how to make the ratmobile move, but also how to change direction. And apparently, they were just having the time of their lives out there, just driving. Well, they use their signals like bumper cars. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just these rats are just living their best life every day. They can't wait to get out of the track and just go for it. Right? And that's now, a terrible and, idea. And now I'm not schizophrenic. <laughs> Uh, no. Here's, oh, okay. So here's the part. Yeah, how that, does this all tie in? I asked the same question, and that's why I was amazed and delighted to see. After the trials, researchers then collected the rat's poop to test for stress hormones. This doesn't mm. sound like a bunch of like really smart college students on acid. Yeah. This is a real study. Cars the and test their poop. And then we'll check their poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. How's it this, taste? Oh. <laughs> I don't think anyone's eating it. But, but this, is, this is what I'm saying. This is why these people are so much smarter than we are. Because in a billion years, we would ever think, hey, we got some mental health issues in this country. Can we solve them without drugs? I know. Let's teach rats to drive and then test their poop. Like we would never even think about that. So all of the rats had a higher level of a hormone, which scientists believe could be linked to the satisfaction of having learned a new skill. So, I mean, they haven't exactly, I mean, this hasn't solved the problem yet, but baby so is the steps, drug available today? Baby or? steps. No, no, no. We're oh. not there. We're not there yet. Not there yet. But they're just, they're looking at different experiments and different types of stimuli that they can do and then to assess how it impacts the brain of the animals that are involved in it. And they hope that ultimately one day something useful will come out of it. But I mean, this is, it's just a crazy experiment for somebody to even come up with, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I still have questions. One being, does that mean that their hypothesis at this point, very mm-hmm. early, is teach someone something new and it could help them with their mental disorder? I think that's where they're headed with this, I don't yes. think that's all that revolutionary. Well, 
Hmm. I think that if you teach someone a new job or, or they get a new job, I mean, everyone's sort of melatonin or whatever you call it mm-hmm. goes up. So mm-hmm. you're saying this experiment is a colossal waste of time because we already knew this? Well, all the other scientists in the world went, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we taught rats how to drive. That seems like the cooler thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not bury the leader. These rats are driving, yeah. you guys. <laughs> That's the real scientific breakthrough. <laughs> And one of them was wearing a suit yesterday. One of these rats was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. Thank you, Mr. Know-it-all. But I will say this. If uh, if anything in science were left up to us, mm-hmm. it, we would, it would be a disaster. So. Oh, the world would end in, in yeah. 15 years. Absolutely. I think that's being kind. I would say maybe today even. Let's talk about today's Kevin Beto, shall we? How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> <laughs> we have tickets to Kevin Bean's Last Breakfast with Green Day. Yeah, we do. And that's coming up in the 6 o'clock hour this morning. We also have uh, Jensen's Get Up on this mm-hmm. because it is Thursday. We, it's October, so more scary movies. We have R.J. Bell because it's Thursday, given his, uh, his picks for the NFL Week 8. Uh, Walton Goggins. Yes. One of our favorite actors is going to be in talking about the unicorn. And we've also got Dr. Drew as well. And don't forget, keep listening for Blink-182 when you hear that call and you'll win tickets to the K-Rock Halloween Costume Ball as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. What's happening? You've been asking for it. It's finally happening. Which, uh, what? When uh, Bean... Are they going to... Rats are going to... Drive cars? Or? No, no, they oh. already are. Okay. Yeah. Um, when Bean saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he said, oh, if only it was a little longer. <laughs> <sighs> I don't remember exactly how long that movie was, but I think it was roughly six hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it was. Um, Ow, you're right. I'm okay. okay. I'm good. Don't hurt yourself before you're able to see the extended cut. Bean. Right. There was always talk about uh, Quentin Tarantino adding more scenes to his ninth movie, Why? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, following its premiere again. Finally, it is here, a new cut, just in time for awards season. Sony is going to re-release it in about 1,500 theaters tomorrow. These are four never-before scenes that will be added, bookending the new print. Okay. So... I don't feel like... You, you're not desperate to see those four new scenes? No. Because they're not going to change the movie in any uh-huh. way? Correct. They're just added. Maybe it's another scene of just listening to the radio and driving. Yeah. Uh, Jensen, this, this news must infuriate you. Yeah, it's maddening. I'm very excited. This this movie came out when I basically the week I had my baby, mm-hmm. and uh, I would have seen it. I love Tarantino, even if it's long. But this is good because I can watch it in two sittings, and then it's just two that's hour, your two, answer. One and a half hour meeting. You're uh, fine with movies. it yeah. as long as you don't have to sit through it all at once. It's great. Yeah, okay. makes sense. That's right. see, that's fine. I can make my own decision. Sitting in the theater, ugh, right? Give me an intermission. Yeah. yeah, you're stuck. It's like a hostage situation. I want the intermission to be like a full day. Like 20, 24 hours. Come sure. back tomorrow, see the other half. That would yeah. be a weird system. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to me, though. They're just like, oh, we've got to stamp your hand then if you're going to come back tomorrow, sir. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, by the way, $139.8 million stateside, $368.3 million worldwide. All right. Well, which is second to Django Unchained. Really? Yes. Django Unchained made $162 million. So that's what, twenty two million more. Ooh, I'll and use then math. yeah, and then worldwide, 
425 million. Just keep talking. Which is a lot more than 368 million. Yeah. So I'm doing the math in your head. Um, a lot. Uh, 50, uh, 25, then you add like 40, for wow. 60, like 65 million more ish. <laughs> Is that uh, right? No I one don't. is sourcing you, yeah, so we don't, we don't really care. Uh, I, we'll was just, it. I was shocked that it's his second highest grossing movie ever. I assumed this was it. Yeah, same. I would have guessed Pulp Fiction. That would that would have been my guess for his Tango Unchained, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that I would have guessed that in the top five. Hold but. on. Yeah, I would think Pulp Fiction, too. Yeah. Well, no, you, inflation. I think they're talking about in theaters, and ticket prices are so much different. I mean, it, those, the movies that are coming out now are always beating their old ones, even if they're... Really big, just because all. they get more per screening for each person. That and it's just a, more people going to the movies. One hundred and seven million. Yeah, hmm. but but if you in, go for inflation and ticket prices, it would probably hmm. be right up there. Interesting. Hmm. Well, this has been math talk with Allie. I appreciate <laughs> you guys you wanna, joining. Do you want to go over inflation now? No. Oh, okay. That's just like when prices get higher because the cost of living and stuff. Like, ah, yes. Stuff. Much better. Economics. Thank you. Guys, CBS is doing all right. They have renewed all five of its first year series, including dramas Evil and All Rise, and comedies Carol's Second Act, The Unicorn, <laughs> which, hi, we're talking to Walton Goggins today. It's a great show. And Bob Hart Abishola? <laughs> yeah. Is that real? I, did, I didn't add it to my fake or real TV once because I thought, because there's posters all over there's LA. Posters, for yeah, it. Okay. So I was like, okay, no they words. might know that one. But it is ridiculous looking. I, I believe it's a Chuck. No, is it Chuck Lorre? What's it, it called? I know. Bob and then a heart emoji Hearts, and then Abishala. Yeah. Abishala? Yeah. Never heard of it. That's you her neither. name. It's just a guy okay. and a woman, and they're just. That's they're, all it says. Love interracial each other? couple. That's, okay. yeah, yeah, that's all it says. It's but funny, I, but, though. Out but of I all literally of these, have never right. heard of it until this second. I hadn't either been. But we did the real TV, fake TV. Mm-hmm. And you did All Rise. And we were all like, nope, that's yeah. not real. Carol's second act. We were like, nope, that no way. That's, that's not, not real. real. Yeah. It is. Oh, and it, it is. has been renewed. Right. That's what I meant. Uh, it is Chuck Lorre, Bob Hart's Abishala. Which means it's going to be a hit to be on for 10 years. Oh, yeah. um, sure. Let me tell you something about CBS. No network mm-hmm. has a better track record yeah, of shows that get renewed. None. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, almost every other network, like one in five shows makes it. CBS, it's like four in five. It's unbelievable. Yeah. They're, whatever their R&D is, they're doing an amazing job. They know their audience. Bean, they don't own us anymore. All of those shows suck. I mean, every one of them is a piece of trash. I mean, you didn't even know one existed a minute ago. <laughs> but I'm saying that's how no, good they it's, are. It's true. Yeah. It is true. They they have quite quite the run. So Ronan Farrow is going to launch a catch-and-kill podcast series that's going to serve as an audio companion to his best-selling book, Catch and Kill, Lies, Spies, and a Conspiracy to Protect Predators. The podcast is going to debut next month and will mirror the book's depiction of his Harvey Weinstein takedown. Have you bought that book yet, Bean? I have not. I have. I'm looking at it right now. A stack of 11 books to my left that Same. I have backed Man. up, ready to read. Same. Wow. Um, but I will read it. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know what? I just like investigative journalism. I, I mean, sure. I love books like that. You sure. know what I mean? Whatever the topic is, it's just so neat to see people do a deep dive when everyone's trying to stop them from getting the information. I love stories like that. You know what I am jealous of is that Bean will get through those 11 books yeah. in 11 days. <laughs> yeah, he is a fast reader. I do enjoy reading. But, what's, it, um, what's at the top of the pile? Um, the top of the pile is the new book that is out about the, uh, it's an entire book about the song Wichita Lineman. <laughs> 
are you doing? Okay. <laughs> the, Glenn, the Glenn Campbell song. Yes. Honestly, I respect book? it. It's, here's here's the thing. Not a pamphlet. The That's not other, a book. That's not a book. It is a book. day, we were talking about how one of my favorite bands, Elbow, covered Wichita Lineman on BBC Radio. And I said to Bean, I said something about the songwriter, how Glenn Campbell reached out to him and said, just give me another song with City in the name. And, and then he like sent him a little bit of the song and then Glenn Campbell finished it. And Bean goes, Allie, isn't it fun to know things? And he <laughs> wow. was like so proud that I had Wichita lineman facts in my head. But the uh, fact that wow. he said, Allie, isn't it fun to know things? <laughs> he was truly excited too. <laughs> he was. Yeah. But I do wonder. I do wonder how they filled the whole book. But um, I it's have one word per page. By the way, there are. Mm-hmm. I I have several books about one song. Wow. There's an entire book about White Christmas. There's an entire book about He Stopped Loving Her Today, the great George <laughs> oh, Jones classic. Why? One of the I best mean, there, songs. There are some songs that are that big and yeah. that and that interesting. The storyline. You make so, wow. terrible decisions. I enjoy knowing things. He really does. And then when he finds out other people know things. Hey, you know something. It's Isn't it great? I'm going to just keep it a bean. <laughs> Absolutely. Some birthdays for you. Some birthdays for actors. Kevin Klein, B.D. Wong. Then you've got Wayne Rooney, soccer player. Jalen Ramsey from the Rams. And Drake. He's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Actor. Mm-hmm. One of Jensen's favorites. He's, uh, he's big time. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm not a uh, religious guy, but I am praying to the Lord right now for some forgiveness for what we're about to do to our mm. listeners, because this is going to be awful. I'm just telling you right now, this is um, this is not going to be fun. It's not going to be pleasant, mm. but somebody is going to make it through and win tickets to join us for Kevin and Bean's Last Breakfast with Green Day. The game is called... Greengrass. So you want to win tickets to see Breakfast with Green Day? Well, hold on to your britches. We're going to get ready to play. Yeehaw! It's Greengrass. Yep, that's what we're going to do. We're going to play you a song. You're going to guess it. Yabba dabba do. It's Greengrass. <laughs> so bluegrass is a type of music that I hate personally. Uh-huh. Because it's all banjos. Mm-hmm. I love it. Not well, mandolins, too. Don't forget there's mandolins. Sure. Whatever. I'm, a, that hu- I'm, a, hu- too. I'm a huge sure. bluegrass fan, by the way. It won't surprise you to know. But... But I don't them think these doing Green, Green Day songs. Yeah, I don't think these Green Day songs are improved by bluegrass interpretations. You could also play the spoon. You forgot about the spoon. Spoon. Didn't yeah. think of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doesn't so swing that, it for me, though. That's what we're going to be doing for you, is we're going to be playing bluegrass versions of Green Day songs. All you have to do is identify it by title. If you're right, you go into the drawing, and somebody at the end of the segment will win tickets to join us for Kevin Bean's Last Breakfast with Green Day. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that, but again, we apologize for what you're about to hear. Who's up first? (laughs) Uh, Alexandria in Valencia. Good morning. Hi, good morning. All right, Long time listener. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. All right, we're going to play this bluegrass version of a Green Day song once, and then you just have to give us the title. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Television dreams of tomorrow. We're not the ones who are meant to follow. Well, that's enough to argue. I think I heard the jug on that one. <laughs> I mean, it's not better than the original, if no. that's what you're asking. <laughs> Alexandria, what Green Day song is that? Oh, oh, gosh. Um, you know what? Uh I can't remember. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm... you're so much me. I would never win this. But it's oh, American Idiot. I mean, the lyrics are the same, but it does kind of take you out of it when you hear the interpretation. All right? So, 0 for 1. Who's next? Uh, Roy in Glendora. Good morning. Morning. 
All right, you ready? Yes. I'm walking down the line that divides me somewhere in my mind on the borderline. You got it. Yes. <laughs> you can wait yes. till the clip yes. is done. Yes. He, doesn't... he didn't want to hear the rest of the clip. No. Actually, I agree that's with a good him. choice. That's right a good thing. choice. All right, Roy, you're in the drawing. Well done, sir. All right, let's go to Taylor in Riverside. Good morning, Taylor. Morning. Are you ready for your song? Yeah, let's do it. All right, go. Nope. All right, go ahead. Um, is it uh, Taylor? What? Oh, Taylor. These are good riddance. I mean, Taylor. No, hang no. up on yourself, son. Yeah, uh, it was Welcome to Paradise. Hey guys, which by um, the way were the next lyrics yeah, in that yes, song. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I feel like we teed them up for that one. Yeah. Hey guys, I, I know we ask this question every time we play this game. Why did these versions of the, these songs exist? Why I don't did know, somebody because, make them? Because I do understand the like orchestral version of them. Because some people put it on hold at their work. Or baby songs. We know baby why they songs, play nursery right? songs. Nursery, right? Yeah. Sure, those. Yeah. But this one, I have no idea. I can't imagine how and where they would use it. Let's go to Sergio in Orange. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hi there. We're playing. It's green grass. Green grass. Are you ready? Yep. Ready. Here's your song. I'm one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. Uh, that's plenty of that one. What's the song? That's uh, Basket Case. It is. Yeah. I am one of those. Yeah. Actually, okay. Doug, you hold on. All right. We're on a roll. We got two in the drawing so far. We're playing for Kevin Bean's Last Breakfast with Green Day. The game is called Green Grass. It's Green Grass. Let's go to uh, Pat in Redondo Beach. Hi. Hello. Pat, this is awful, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, good luck. You may find out that your self-doubt means nothing was ever there. You can go forcing something if it's just not right. Ugh. When I come around? Yeah, correct. All right. Okay. We're humming now. We're cooking with gas. Are we humming or cooking with gas? We're doing <laughs> both. Neither. Joel in Bellflower. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hello. All right, are you ready? Yes. Tattoos on memories and dead skin on trial. For what it's worth, it was worth all the while. That's the most similar to the original, by the way. Mm hmm. And the name of that song is? Um, yes? I, I got this on the tip of my tongue. Oh, great. It's, uh... Go ahead and share it with us. Yeah, we need an answer. I'm sorry. Nope. Oh. No. Sorry. Joel. No. Joel. It's time of your life. Good All right. I think we got to, time for one more than the drawing. All right. Let's go to Francisco in Fontana. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> and to you as well. Good luck. Let's get you in the drawing. Listen up. Here's your green grass song. My mouth is dry. <laughs> My face is numb. You go to hell. Messed up and spotted this, in my This rocks. Room. <laughs> on my own. Here we go. Oh, you go I straight to hell. That I think it was bad. all worth it for That's that one. Terrible. Woo. Francisco, what song? It has to sound um, familiar. It does sound familiar. I'm trying to remember the name. Mm. Need an answer? Oh. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy you didn't know. Oh. It's it so was bad. Brain stew. 
that was, I apologize. Those exist. Yeah, we won't do that again for a while. Hey, uh, Roy and Sergio and Pat all in the drawing. Only one that will bring a friend to our Kevin and Bean's Last Breakfast with Green Day, which, by the way, you can hear 8 o'clock Monday morning right here on the World Famous K-Rock. Who's our winner, please? The winner is Pat. Pat. Congratulations, Pat. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you at the breakfast, and thanks Thanks for playing the game. It's Green Grass. Yep, I hope you had fun playing. I don't know what I'm saying. It's Green Grass. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. I don't know that we need this. It started out like any other morning. The sky was red and it took a warning. She had the... Have, hold on, let me take that part again. You're reading it. She had the now and the beers are swarming. What? Bees, bees, not beers. She had she had the hive, now the no! beer hit, hit the hive. She, had, she hit the hive and... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, no. I didn't even hear what night this was. Right, it's, right, it's night, night one. one. Night oh, one. good God. Should I start over? Yes. yes. <clears throat> it start, it's night one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the, the fact that the band was listening, listening yes. when that happened. Yeah, that makes it so much worse. Oh, it's so good to me. That's what I meant. So good. So yeah. sad that Kevin is dying. We are going to miss him, man. No, no, that's you. Hey, uh, Dr. Drupinski joins us with his weekly Thursday visit coming up on the program. And the great actor Walton Goggins, who's in two hit TV shows at the same time right now, mm-hmm. is coming up next hour as well. First, though, Thursday at this time means Jensen's Get Up On This. We're going to get you up on something spooky. For the month of October is meant to be scary. So Jensen's going to get you up on something new. And it's Halloween time. Let's all scream boo. Get up on this. It's time to get up on this. Get up on this. You don't want to miss. Get up on this. It's pure horror bliss. Get up on this. It's time to get up on this. All right. It's October, which means only one thing for get up on this. We are doing weekly spooky sessions where I tell you about horror movies that are perfect for the season and I think deserve more attention than they get or at some point were forgotten. Love this so far. Yeah, I feel like we've put together some pretty good picks. Agreed. They're chronicled all at krock.com. I encourage you guys to go there and watch along with those that I've been picking. This week, I'm thrilled to bring you three new titles that are ready to scare and thrill you. First up, now... I know that most of our past picks have not been very child-friendly, right? Right. They're all horror movies with blood and guts and gore and Pretty screaming. much the deal, yeah. Well, not all the listeners want that. I watched The Gate when I was eight years old. That's not a good movie to watch as a kid. I feel like my parents should watched movies, me. too, that she shouldn't have when she was yeah. a kid. Yeah, should have kept those away from me. Uh, but I have one that I think works for all, all the family. All right. It's called Monster House. 
Okay. It's an animated 2006 film co-written by the man behind Community and Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon. So we know that All there's right. going to be comedy in it. Some familiar voices appear in the cartoon uh, that features Steve Buscemi, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Kathleen Turner, Fred Willard, a show favorite. And it's produced by Steven Spielberg and Robert Zemeckis. Whoa. All, All right. right. Wow. So we should know so more about this. Quite a yeah, no kidding. That's right. Now, it uses that weird human capture 3D effect that was embarrassingly first used in Polar Express, where, like, Tom Hanks looks like he's made of soap. Yep. <laughs> Uh, well, this is much better, and it's less annoying. It's it's like uh, they almost perfected it a little better. It's about a 12-year-old named DJ Walters who's left home alone in the care of a babysitter. DJ lives next to a very scary-looking house owned by an old crotchety man named Nebercracker. When DJ's friend Chowder loses his kite on Nebercracker's yard, all things I've always wanted to say on k I am uncomfortable with the term Nebercracker. Is <laughs> <laughs> that your high school nickname? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, they have to face their fears and get the kite back. Here's a clip of that decision that the boys have to make with the terrifying property. Chowder, your ball just landed on Nebercracker's lawn. It doesn't exist anymore. I paid $28 for that ball. I raked 10 yards and asked my mom for a dollar 26 times. I've never worked that hard in my life. Nebercracker hasn't come out yet. So? So maybe sleeping. All right, I'll do it. I'll never forget this. Hurry, though. It's so cute, so fun, and at times kind of scary. Uh, without spoilers, the boys have to face what they believe is a haunted house at that point. It's it's beautiful. And it's good for kids. It's great for kids. Oh, fantastic. It wasn't a super smash, and it has not withstood the test of time. You guys don't even haven't even heard of it. But when it comes to Halloween movies, I'm strongly suggesting this, especially if you have kids. But the best part about this movie, and I, I feel like you see what's coming here. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's an hour and how long? It's an hour and 31 minutes. Oh, you're in heaven. So, <laughs> you're in you. heaven. Thank mm. you for noticing. Second up, now a name that has come up already this month is Mike Flanagan. Okay? <gasps> Can't wait. We talked about his genius Netflix movie Hush and his upcoming movie Dr. Sleep. But I also want to get you up on the first time he ever adapted something from Stephen King uh, from one of his lesser-known 1992 novels called Gerald's Game. Oh, wow. This is a Netflix exclusive that was released back in 2017. It is a psychological horror movie starring Carla Gugino. Is that, I think I said it? Gugino. Yeah, right, Gugino. Mm -hmm. And Bruce Greenwood, who are both very good in it. It tells the story of a longtime married couple named Jesse and Gerald who decide to go to an isolated uh, lake house to get away. And deal with a little bit of their own inner struggles and marital woes. Never go to a lake house. A lake house in the woods. Right? Well, it gets even worse. (laughs) Gerald decides to involve handcuffs in their lovemaking. Excellent. And take a Viagra to spark things up in the bedroom. Mm. Well, things get weird and Gerald ends up dead from a heart attack, leaving Jesse still handcuffed. Alone. Oh. No one can hear her. She's in the woods. An open door welcomes a wild dog. A nearby water glass is just out of reach. And her hallucinations are bringing her husband back to life. Is it real? Is it not? Who knows? He's talking to her. The movie is wildly insane. And you start to feel the effects of dehydration and fatigue almost with the main character. There's one scene where they do not cut away. And I wish they did. I'm not going to spoil much more than you. Really? I almost am like, they're going to cut away, right? Nope, nope. Full time, one camera, steady on something. Netflix did a very cute thing with their marketing and and showed the scene to Netflix. Netflix employees without telling them anything and then aired that on their digital channel. This is the the response t- employees had that I'm going to play now to the thing they should have cut away from. Oh, hell no. Oh, God. This is so gross. Are you... Oh, no, 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 no,
like, wow. Such a good idea. I thought Keep that was, an eye on that guy. I thought that was so cute. Uh, this is a hidden gem perfect for October to stumble upon. You can see what Stephen King loved about Flanagan, which got him then Dr. Sleep. Uh, you, guys know what, you guys know what the best part would be? Uh, an, an hour, hour and, and 24 minutes. An hour and 43 minutes. Okay. Yeah, All right. right. Well, that's pushing push it for you. Yeah. Well, 145 is okay. the push. I'm not going to say that Flanagan was meant to make all these horror movies, mm-hmm. but he's from Salem, Massachusetts. He is. I know. Oh, so weird. I know. He has a real connection. Oh, can't wait. Uh, lastly, the third movie this week is The Innkeepers. Never heard of it. All right. It's directed by John Redarling, Ty West, who directed The Sacrament and House of the Devil, two movies that are like, you know, if you're a horror person, these are like almost VHS tapes at this point, the way they're cult. Uh, the movie stars Sarah Paxton, Pat Healy, and of all people, Kelly McGillis. Really? Oh, Top Gun? Yes, who's so oh. good in this. Uh, it follows two employees at the Yankee Peddler Inn, which is about to close its doors forever. It's sort of one of those scary-looking bed and breakfasts. But before it closes, the two employees decide to document the paranormal activity that they've been seeing in the hotel for years while they've been working there. And they're kind of like ghost adventurers on their own. Mm-hmm. So this is the weekend to do it. The hotel is supposedly haunted by numerous different ghosts, including Madeline O'Malley. Let's hear all about Madeline in this clip. Do you know the story of Madeline O'Malley? She was the woman that died here in the hotel. She hung herself after her fiancé stood her up on their wedding day. And ever since then, people have reported seeing the ghost of Madeline O'Malley roaming the hallways waiting for her lover. Some say she's even looking to take up a new one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's not from the clip. A little premature. uh, Her body was supposedly hidden in the basement by the hotel owners, and now uh, the two co-workers want it all documented. Uh, And it's great. Kelly McGillis plays a former actress, and she shows up at the hotel. Uh, She says she has a convention in town, and they all end up getting more than they bargained for. And Kelly McGillis is great. She should be acting way more. Uh, It's super scary, rooted in that low-budget horror movies that we love. Also, don't hold this against it. Very small Lena Dunham cameo. (laughs) Comes out out of nowhere. As long as it's very small. Yeah. Does she die, though? Because that might be an incentive oh, for people. Yeah. Uh, no, not good enough. No, oh. no. Uh, but you guys know the best part about this movie, and uh, I've told you a lot about it, but... but it's an hour and... An hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Right in my wheelhouse. Let's regroup. The three movies this week are Monster House, which is fun for the whole family, right? Gerald's Game, not fun for the whole family. <laughs> and The Innkeepers, all different feelings for sure, but all super uh, entertaining. Perfect additions for your October rotation. Next week will be the final three movies for Halloween. All right. And we'll get excited. Until then, go to krock.com for all my picks. And that was Get Up On This. Get Up On This. That was Get Up On This. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We're going to talk to Dr. Drew, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk to him about how do you know whether to take antibiotics or not when you're starting to get sick. If you go by what Ali says, never take them. Just live, no. live life. Yeah, no, kidding. Like, no, no I'm saying you people are taking antibiotics for colds and flus. You take an antibiotic when it's bacterial, not a virus. You are screwing yourselves and you're screwing the biosphere. Good night. By the way, that's what Dr. Drew will back as well, I think, because we've well talked to him about this before. As well, he should. So, all I know is I took antibiotics and I'm feeling better. That's all I know. Right. And he'll yeah. say, You would have felt better anyway. Yeah. Is my guess. And but your we'll doctor did that because it's in your head that you will feel better if you take an antibiotic for what is basically a common cold. Well, then is no, it okay. my problem or that? Well, these are all doctors. You don't need things. to be or so the doctor doctor problem. You don't because... need to be so condescending, though, Allie. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, you're you're ruining the biosphere. <laughs> this woman wants to ruin our lives. <laughs> Allie is a medical doctor, too. Let's Thank never you. forget that. Thank you. <laughs> you guys, um, I got a great email from a listener a couple of days ago. And God bless our uh, listeners who email us on uh, and, and contact us through all the Kevin 
streaming social media on Instagram and on Twitter and everything uh, with so many great suggestions for the show. And I and here's how I, I look at this. They can see the show is struggling. They can see that we need help. <laughs> and they're just, they're throwing us a life raft. Yeah, they're kind. They're like, guys. Continuously. Mm-hmm. The show has, there must be a way to make the show better. May I make this suggestion? <laughs> and God bless Danilo for this because I think this is a fantastic idea. Hey, uh, Bean, first off, I want to say longtime listener. I'm sad to hear you leaving the show. I wish you all the best of luck in the UK. That's very kind. Rest in peace. Um, I was listening to the podcast of the October 18th show during the Lister call-in segment about things you thought being an adult would be. Jensen mentioned something about a Toys R Us shopping spree. Mm-hmm. What was that, Jensen? What was the reference to Toys R Us? Yeah, my local uh, Toys R Us in Woodland Hills, every once in a while, would run commercials, local commercials, that you were competing for a shopping spree. And they would show kids pushing the cart, just pulling toys, Going supermarket nuts. sweep style, yeah. just Whoa. throwing things into their cart. I was like, that's the dream win. That's, the- that's You think as a kid, like, that's what I want oh, as an adult. That's all I want. Yeah, I, and oh so that God. was what I mentioned. It, but I never know. I didn't know anyone who won. Going into a Toys R Us and getting any toy you wanted—that's no, amazing. Even more than that, you just get to roll through the aisles, just knocking them in. Mm-hmm. Danilo continues. This got me thinking about an interesting call-in topic. I'm really curious to know if any listeners out there have actually won some sort of nationwide or big contest. I'm always curious if people actually win those things because I've entered so many. And I never hear anything about the winners. And then he brings up a couple of great examples. The McDonald's Monopoly contest, for mm, instance. Well, mm. Which you know, we what, learned that was not good. It was not as on the up and up as we hoped. But did anybody ever win that? Well, the people who rigged it, yes. Okay. Yep. How about but entry? we love McDonald's and everything they do. Yes. They're the well, best. It's a great story. Okay. And they fixed it. <laughs> uh or entering a code on your soda bottle to win tickets to the Super Bowl. Like, you always see yeah, that Yeah, that's thing. true. Yeah. It's a promotion for the Super Bowl, but then you don't, and Visa does one, but you, you rarely see follow-up on the winners. Now, I assume they can't advertise those things. There are very strict rules on contests, mm-hmm. especially those that are advertised. Uh, you know, on television or radio because of the FCC restrictions. So I assume those contests are all on the up and up. But sure. you don't see follow-up. By the way, even with stuff we give away, occasionally we'll do those flyaway contests mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. give away a trip for two to wherever to see mm-hmm. a show. Most of the time we don't hear back from them, and I assume that's just because they didn't get back home ever. Right. They're, just, oh! <laughs> yeah. they're lost forever. Well, it's a one-way ticket. We don't tell you that. But. How about winning a car from opening a bag of Doritos, Danilo continues. Mm-hmm. Another contest. I'm really interested to know if people actually win these type of contests. I know that K-Rock sticker contest is legit because I always hear it on the air going to the winner's house. You know when we send beer mug out yes. to give mm-hmm. the car away, mm-hmm. we make sure that that's broadcast. Other than that, who knows? Hopefully this is a good enough topic to make it on the show. Otherwise, sorry for your waste your time. Best of luck in the future, Bean. No, not a waste of time at all. In fact, it's an amazing idea, and we want to take your calls right now to find out what you have won. What contests have you won? Now, we're not talking about calling up K-Rock and winning tickets to Breakfast with Green Day, okay? Mm-hmm. We know stuff like that happens all the time. But if you've ever entered in, in a competition and won a prize... We want to know what it was. The yeah. bigger, the better, right? Or the smaller, the better. Because <laughs> you have the same odds of winning yeah. as as everyone else, and it's a long shot for you to win, and you won, and then it's a lousy prize. Yeah. Either so, way. So 1-800-520-1067. I bet we have somebody listening who has won a trip to the Super Bowl, for sure. instance, or something equivalent to that. Now, I uh, I did one of those things back in the uh, back in the eighties when there were business cards, when that was a thing, where you drop your business card into the bowl at the counter <laughs> for like and a you free have a dinner. Yeah. And ladies oh, and gentlemen, oh, no, 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 that's a key party. You're looking at a key party, right? 
I would like to say, and I bragged about this for years. Kevin can back me up. This was I would introduce myself sometimes as saying, hey, my name is Bean, and I am a Popeye's fried chicken lunch free winner. (laughs) And I don't mind telling you. He said that a hundred times. Just one free lunch you won? Just a free lunch, yes. But it was a thrill. I mean, to actually be, look, I'm not a guy who's done a lot of winning in his life. Mm. It was a thrill to be a winner. Sure. Sure. It was the only time in your life. I won the crap out of that free Popeye's. Popeye's lunch, you guys. <laughs> How about you guys? You ever won anything? Uh, I in Little League growing up, my entire Little League had their name in a like a bucket, and mm-hmm. they were giving away two free weeks at Joe Torre baseball camp. Oh, wow. which was oh like, my god, which was like a legacy in the valley. How like, old? I was like eleven. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, when you're eleven, that's huge. Oh, it's the dream. And so uh, I was like, "There's no." In my head, I'm like, "I would love to go to Joe Torre baseball camp. That yeah. would be awesome." And uh, I go, there's no way. And they pull it out, and the guy says, Jensen Carp. And I went up there and was like, I, it's me. I won this thing. And they're like, yeah, two weeks. And I went and played. And the, Who had, was there? Well, they had, um, at that that week, Steve Sachs came by. <gasps> um, Lee Lacey came by, a Dodger great. And then they ended up having some 1986 Mets there, which was super strange. But like, Oh, Jess- you get hammered with Lenny Dykstra? I, I wish. I wish. <laughs> yeah. It was Jesse Orozco and uh, Ron Darling came. Ooh, uh, wow. and, and Ray Knight. These are big names. Yeah. That's a living. Yeah, wow. they, they taught us how to like hit and taught us everything. Was and, Joe Torre there? Yeah, Joe Torre was our basically our coach. He was like our teacher. Unbelievable. And I'm That's sure a very ki- cool I'm prize. sure kids paid like thousands of dollars to do it. I just got picked out of a hat That's and fantastic. got no better at baseball because I am internally Jewish. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1-800-520-1067. Before we go to your calls, King of Mexico, you won a huge prize. Yeah, I won a trip to the Caribbean on a cruise from the mall. Uh, from I was the an employee. Mall. Yeah. The mall. I was an employee at the Montebello Mall, and they had a, a contest for all the employees where you enter in and you can win a cruise. So I won. And was it fun? I mean, what happened? Well, I didn't go because I couldn't afford the plane ticket to uh, Florida. But oh, I won. No. Oh, because they were like, oh, it, they, they go in the cruise. It leaves from there. You, you win the cruise, but oh. not, the flight, not the flight. You, you wow. got to get there on your own. So what did you do? It just sat unused? I just said, cool, and I just left. And I oh, never no. I never took didn't it. Didn't you oh, tell man. anyone else, like, hey, if anybody well, wants it, I can't get there. non-transferable and oh. stuff like that. So, oh. so You must uh, have been so sad, though, to not be able to take the cruise because of the airfare, though. In actuality, I was happy because cruises suck. Amen, Depends on the cruise. Depends on the cruise. Alright, let's take a, uh, let me see here. Let's, uh, let's take a call from uh, Michelle. How about that? She's in Riverside. I think this is the exact example that we specifically said we don't want, so mm-hmm. let's take her first. Hey, Michelle. <laughs> Hi, how are you guys? We are good, thank good. you. What did you win? I won, uh, from here at the station, I won the uh, one of the five five days of summer giveaways uh, to Austin, uh, Austin, Texas. Oh, so we sent you to Austin? Yes. Okay, well, I guess that's a little different because we never hear back from people. Right. Are Was you it- still there, Michelle, or did you make it back? No, I'm still there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, we know we are giving away a flight from Austin to LA soon, so keep <laughs> tuned in for that. Yeah. Just hang on. You guys only gave me a, a, a one way ticket. Yeah, well, I know, it's yeah, a bummer. It Look, we're pretty cheap. Uh, wouldn't that be awesome if all of our flyaways were one way yes. only? Yes, and they it just would. kept calling us every day, like, guys, I really need to get home. All right. Um, again, except for stuff you won from K Rock. Okay, oh, no, don't... I think if it's a big problem. Like right, that, but I would we ta- know that we give those away. We're talking about stuff that you never hear about people winning. You really want to take, hey, I want a trip from K-Rock? Yeah, I if mean, it's a big trip. 
Not just okay. a pair of tickets, but if it's a trip to a festival, okay. sure. All right. All right. 1-800-520-1067. I've lost interest. Uh, we're going to take the <laughs> next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Johnny from Long Beach uh, won something, and he wants to tell us about it. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Kevin. How's going, everybody? How you doing? Thank you. Doing Thank you. Great. We, we're, we're understanding that lots of big prizes are given away. You rarely get to hear from the people who win them. Are they legit? What was yours? Mine was an America uh, AmeriQuest was a sponsor. They would pay your mortgage for a year. Wow! If you won, and they were giving a Dodger tumbler at Dodger Stadium, all I wanted was a tumbler. Mm-hmm. Didn't think I would win. I signed up for it. Got a phone call one day to the winner, and I was paying rent, so I didn't have a mortgage. <gasps> for it. No, oh, no. Johnny, that's the worst. So they would have paid your mortgage for an entire year, and all you got was a cup. Johnny's oh, like, then they took back the tumbler. <laughs> Johnny, that uh, is so sad. Now. I would have bought a house just to get him to pay for <laughs> it. Oh, man, that's oh. unreal. You know, you think that they would, I don't know, who knows, maybe they did, that they would make another, a backup drawing to pay someone's mortgage if the first person they picked was a renter. Now right? they win, man. They don't have to pay out anything. They just yeah. gave a cup to a dude. That's they it. just look like good guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, next time, buy a house, Johnny. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. That's I, don't know, I don't know how that helps you now, but okay. Uh, thank you very much for that. 1-800-520-1067. Here's a guy, by the way, whose friend won tickets to Super Bowl 50 via making a donation to the Jimmy V Fund. How about that? Pretty right. cool. And a That's good charity. Legit. Mm-hmm. Your call's coming up. You don't trick or treat? No. We're going to spend Halloween hanging in the park and seeing if anyone could buy booze. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean, Lister Danilo wrote in and said, hey, what about all the people who you think uh, you hear are going to hear about who win these big prizes, but you never hear about them? Do they really give that stuff away? And I'm here to tell you, our listeners are lucky some bitches. Listen to this. Uh, from the 626, I won a contest in 2016, an all-expense-paid trip to Mexico City to see my Raiders play on Monday Night Football against the Texans awesome. from Bud Light. Wow. Uh, my husband from the 310, my husband won a run-through of the Team LA store at Staples Center to collect all the stuff he could within one minute. Wow. That's a great prize. Wow, you could get a lot. Uh, Robert writes in on Twitter. Kevin, you'll love him. His uh, Twitter name is HockeyFan9. All right. I won the LA Times NHL All-Star Game Package from the LA Times, including watching the Celebrity Game, Fan Fest, tickets to the All-Star Game, and I got to watch the team's practice. It was awesome. So That's for a fantastic. hockey fan, that is yeah. amazing. All right, 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to uh, Brad, please. Line two, he's in Moore Park. He joins us up next year on the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Good morning, Brad. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. What'd you win? Uh, well, I won an all-expense-paid trip to the British Virgin Islands. Whoa. Whoa. Nice. I love virgins. It's no, Virgin good. Islands. <laughs> I, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. Very Who, who'd you win this from? I won, it, I won it from uh, Jose Cuervo. I mean, this story keeps getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that, from drinking, yeah, from uh, drinking it, or <laughs> how did you? How did they give it away? Well, it was a different type of competition. They uh, had a AVP volleyball event down in Manhattan Beach. They they put together a little uh, obstacle course on the sand. All right. And the winner won a chance to win. A uh, all expense paid trip to uh, British Virgin Islands. So, so yeah. I won that and won a trip to uh, a weekend trip to Santa Monica, which I mean, I already live here. This is the longest, concept. most involved story. <laughs> you, you deserve this trip. Did you yeah, end up no in the British Virgin Islands? And 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 then uh, th- during that uh. 
Little getaway to Santa Monica. Uh, right. yes, what, yeah. You wanna... yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, no, Fast forward yeah, to absolutely. okay. He got to nope, go. Nope, to it. All right. We figured Line it out. Line three is Leslie okay. in Glendora up next here on K Rock. This is another good one. You guys, people do win stuff. Hey, Leslie. Hi. How are you? Good. Thank you. Great. Don't be like Brad. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was married to my ex-husband, we got one of those mailers in the mail that says bring this into a car dealership and see if you want a car, and we actually won the car. All right. You what, kind of car? Car? Yeah. what kind of car was it? It was a Ford Focus. Who cares? It's oh. a free yeah. car. Yeah, it oh, was I'm a sorry. free car. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great deal. And did you uh, did you end up taking the car, or could you not afford to pay the taxes on it, so you had to re- decline? So we, we actually were in the market to buy a car anyway, and so we took the car and then wound up trading that car to get the car that we wanted. Whoa. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. That's awesome. That's great timing. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. Leslie, Anna is up next. Line four. She's in Hawthorne. It's another big one, you guys. Hey, Anna. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. What did you win? So I have two. Um, when the PS4 first came out, Taco Bell had a promotion to win a limited edition gold edi- gold PS4. Yes, I know my this son contest. Won that. What? You, how yeah, did my... you win? <laughs> I knew that contest and I wanted one. He said, I'm going to go every day until I win. And he won the second time, the second day. And he was Lock freaking out. out. He went online to verify the code like 50 times. It's crazy. And, That's amazing. Uh, he also could have won and diabetes then, if he went through with it every single day. <laughs> right. And you said you, you, said you won something else, too. My ex's, yeah, my ex's dad actually worked at McDonald's when they first came to the States in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And he won 25000 on the Monopoly and used it to buy their first house. From what? He, what? he won while he worked there? <laughs> seems that that seems, seems like you just outed a fraud. <laughs> no, everything McDonald's does <laughs> no, is great. <laughs> By the way, what do, you, what do you mean when McDonald's came in the 80s? Haven't yeah. they been around since the 50s? No, no, no. In, in, when the, when the family came from Mexico oh, in the oh, 80s. Oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. when they oh, okay. came. Okay, it. very gotcha. good. They, fig- All right. they came to America because they figured out a way to rig the McDonald's contest. <laughs> no kidding. All right, listen to this. Thank you very much for the call. This is, uh, this is a crazy one. This is a West Hills longtime lister. Last November, I donated $70 to red.org. Allie, you do these stories from time to time about that uh, AIDS charity where you can win incredible prizes with donations, right? Yeah, Omaze, right? Uh, right. I got a T-shirt and entered into a grand prize drawing for the celebrity experience of my choice. I won a song written about me by Lady Gaga and Bono. Wow. Wow. A song what? written about me that. Yeah. by Lady Gaga and Bono. It was the first time I've ever won anything. It's now been almost a year, and over 100 emails later, I've heard every single excuse and given oh, new yeah. estimated dates on when this will get done. I now believe it will never happen. Oh. Okay. That didn't have the ending I was I hoping it Let's would. make it very clear that is not Omaze. That's a very different charity. This is Red.org. Yes. Oddly mm-hmm. enough, they sent it to us. So we I have, have it? Oh, you have, have the song. It? You have the song so written by Lady Gaga yes, and Bono? Yes. Ready? Incredible. Lady Gaga! Roma, Roma, Gaga. It doesn't seem like it's about I mean, her at all. Not much effort <laughs> worth there. It. Worth it, Way though. worth it, absolutely, it's yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This day in history with old man Ruben. I heard you guys went to a basketball game this week. Yeah. I couldn't go anyway, so... Was it fun? <laughs> yeah, man, we had a good time. 
I was home. I've been actually working on some puzzles. That sounds cool, Ruben. It is. Thank you. But, uh... Did you guys eat nachos? <laughs> no. No nachos. I love nachos. But they're hard to eat with my dentures. I wouldn't have been able to find parking anyway. I need a handicap space because of my arthritis. No, well, we had parking passes. You did? Who else was there? Uh, me, Kevin, Christine, Dave, some listeners. Did anyone ask about me? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go now. Dude, you can't. We haven't even done the day in history yet. Fine. Today, Manchurian Candidate came out. Whatever. Good movie. Let's go, Mom. (laughs) See, because Ruben is old. That's a hell of a callback. Okay. It's not that he's old anymore, though. It's that he's a weirdo. What's happening? He's a psychopath. It's not a Today in History segment anymore. Honestly, we're we're trying to wrangle him in. It's not. And he's bringing his mom again. Yes. It's a universe that he's building, and I'm not sure I want to be part of it. I think we lost control of Ruben. No, we never had control of Ruben. The uh, 8 o'clock hour is uh, star-studded, you guys. Uh, no exaggeration. R.J. Bell from Las Vegas going to be talking all about NFL week. I don't know. Eight. Eight, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Drupinski joins us after the top of the hour. And the terrific actor Walter Goggins. Walton. From Righteous- Walton Goggins from Righteous Gemstones and the Unicorn and so much more. Sons of Anna came and the guy is just great in everything. All of that happening between 8 and 9. First, Allie, what's happening here on this Thursday? He's Uncle Baby Billy. He is indeed, yes. And The Unicorn is a delight. It is a good show. What a lovely show that is. It's a really good show and a lot because of Walton. Yes. Oh, Walton's yeah. He's amazing. fantastic. The, the whole cast is so funny. Yep. And then there are moments that I'm like, why am I tearing up right now? Someone tell the joke. Uh, it's just a you thing. And, and yeah. by the way, Justified. Let's not forget how, I mean, that was the, mean. the breakout role, yeah. right? The, Justified. The Shield. The Shield. The shield. Yes, The Shield. That's yeah. the first one I saw. Walton, I mean, I if love. you're on your way Vice here. Principles. Head, head on home. You are too good for the show. The Hateful yeah. Eight, you guys. Yes. Yeah. He is. Uh, this dude is everything. He shouldn't be here. He is my favorite song right now on Spotify. So... We're gonna we're gonna. Is that your jam, Allie? Oh, it is my jam. Okay, all that coming up on Rock. Uh, What what is happening with this Lizzo and plagiarism and? I don't. uh, I don't. It seems very complicated. Like once something is successful, everybody claims that they're Uh, responsible for it. This one has some some legs. Yeah, she has been um, accused of plagiarism in the past. But um, what happened was these two guys, songwriter and producer brothers Justin and Jeremiah Raisin, claimed that Lizzo was present for a writing session when they wrote a record called Healthy in 2017. And a line from that song goes, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch, which, of course, we all know from Truth Hurts. Mm -hmm. Um, They said they tried to sort it out quietly for the past two years, only asking 5%. They were shut down every time. All that. Well, Lizzo has come out and said, oh, no, I definitely saw that in a meme. And it was, I did a DNA test and found out I'm 100% that bitch. But that meme belonged to a woman on Twitter with the name of Mina Lioness, who's Mm -hmm. a singer out of Great Britain, who once these two guys came after Lizzo, she's like, 
Yet, yeah, no, this is not going to happen. So she said, the men who now claim a piece of truth hurts did not help me write any part of the song. They had nothing to do with the line or how I chose to sing it. There was no one in the room when I wrote Truth Hurts except me, Ricky Reed, and my tears. That song is my life, and its words are my truth. She then added, the creator of the tweet is the person I'm sharing my success with, not these men, period. So this woman has now been giving, given a writing credit. However... She's been trying to get that writing credit for two years. Oh, so that doesn't, had that's it, not a good Yeah, book. Had it not been for these two guys saying, okay, now we're going to come out of the woodwork and say we deserve a writing credit, nobody would have listened to this woman in the first place. Uncool. Very uncool, you guys. I don't like it at all. Truth hurts. And that was a shady move, Lizzo. Shady, shady, shady. And it's these. hard for us to not love everything about Lizzo. Yeah. You know? Her goodwill yeah. is very strong. Yeah. So that that's a, an issue. And she, uh, this woman, Mina Lioness, had tweeted, uh, listen, nobody is believing me because I have, uh, nobody wants to care about some random chick in the UK, but that's where she got it. And she yeah, was she tweeting about line. this for two years. But yesterday she did come out and say, I'm 100% that bitch that now has a writing credit. And she thanked Lizzo and seems to have put everything behind them. But I don't think this is the last we've heard on lies, this Lies, lies, and more lies. And lies on top of lies. Speaking of lies, what's up, Aunt Becky? Lori Laughlin and her husband, Massimo, I told you yesterday that they were now getting more charges of bribery. Well, the federal indictment charging them with bribery shows two new alleged quotes from Massimo that may seem to incriminate them further. So you'll remember that they have been accused of shelling out $500,000 to get their daughters into USC as crew recruits, though they never participated in the sport. Becky with the good hair. According to CNN, (laughs) the mastermind of the scam, William Ricksinger, contacted them saying he needed one of the daughter's transcripts, test scores, and very soon I'm going to create a coxswain portfolio for her. That's the person in the front of the crew thing that like yells out stuff. I bet you he does. Well, it's a woman in this. Oh, you have to yeah. get him young. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Kevin, Jesus. He wrote in this email, it would probably help to get a picture of her on an ERG in workout clothes like a real athlete. That's referring to an indoor rowing machine. So, Massimo wrote back, fantastic. We'll get all of that. Then when she's at USC, he emailed his accountant an invoice for $200,000 and wrote, good news, my daughter is in USC. Bad news, I had to work the system. Whoa. Oh, oh my gosh. That's the smoking gun. Oh, my God. What? And again, they pled not guilty. And yeah. were given multiple chances to yep. then say, you know what? Just take the plea. Take the plea now. Take the plea. And they said, mm, no, we're good. Remember, we didn't know anything about this. They could already be out of jail by now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, with new charges, they face up to 50 years in prison. Wow. Yeah. They, they just keep screwing themselves because they think they're above the law. Everyone should quit being a faker. Agreed. There is no excuse for that. Agreed. Remember yesterday when I talked about Felicity Huffman's jumpsuit and how that'll be the next big thing? Right. Not if Martha Stewart has anything to say about it. She herself served five months in prison for obstructing justice in 2004. 
And she said this at a Vanity Fair summit in L.A. The magazine shared this tweet. It went viral. She wrote, she should style her outfit a little bit more. She looks pretty (laughs) schlumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Martha Stewart is a petty bitch. Is she being funny? Probably, but it's very funny. (laughs) She's very funny. Uh, I enjoyed that. All I'm saying is throw the book on Becky and her husband. Oh, yeah. Who's with me? Totally. All right, guys. Some birthdays for you. Actors, Kevin Klein, B.D. Wong, Wayne Rooney, the soccer player, the L.A. Rams, Jalen Ramsey, and Toronto Raptors. Started one. from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. I uh, may have hit the button a little earlier. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, who was like, that? In the middle of me explaining who the person was. I missed like, the, Whose birthday? I missed. Oh, I, I didn't say. Oh, I was I, saying Toronto Raptors. Uh, uh, oh, so you think I it's see. someone from the Raptors, I right? was expecting the word Drake. Instead of Toronto Raptors, can you try it that again? Was, that was completely obvious. Can you try it again? Strike. Wow. Is that Drake? Yeah, it's Drake. It's creepy. <laughs> that was his response to Bean hitting it when I <laughs> said Toronto Raptor. That's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K Rock. Q. All I was trying to do was feel better, Allie. Mm-hmm. And you're poo-pooing me for doing yeah. everything I can to get better. Except go to a doctor. Okay, I didn't do that. That is <laughs> no. the one thing I didn't do. No, what you did was you thought to yourself, God, I feel sick. So you had somebody get you a pack, and you just started taking it. When you have a common cold, you might even have a flu. But either way, that antibiotic is going to do nothing. But you know what it might do? Screw you in the future, and you're not going to have any... You're going to be resistant to all I these sh- antibiotics, and people around you are going to get sick. I would feel better if we had a doctor backing up this information. Right. Is, there a, is there a doctor in the house? Is there any doctor here within the sound of my voice? Here we are. Hey, Dr. Oh, Drupinski. Hey, how are you, sir? What a surprise. I'm great. God, you know, guys, somebody slid into my DMs mm-hmm. last night and started complaining about her co-workers oh. taking antibiotics. Oh, I how mean, about that? Drew, honestly. Allie's been on a rampage against she me. She was so mad at me, Dr. <laughs> Drew. She was so mad. All I was trying to do was feel better. Look. Here's the thing. I have not been... No, no, been... no. Here's the thing. You're, okay. you're bringing down the biosphere. Thank you. She even used the term biosphere she earlier. She said that. I, I thought she was thought making was a, a joke. I thought that was a Pauly Shore movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was by a dope. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Okay. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Here's the thing, Dr. Drew. I never get sick. Okay, I never. Maybe now's the wrong time to say. No, that. but what I'm saying it has been literally decades since I was sick. But I was laid out this week with some sort of flu slash cold slash pneumonia slash I don't know what with all the symptoms with the chills with the aches with the headaches with the sore throat with all of that. So my wife, God bless her, she calls our local physician and she says, "Hey, will you call in a pack for my husband?" Which she did, and I started taking, and I just feel like that that was a smart thing to do. Am I wrong? Yes. <laughs> okay, thanks for calling. Rest my case. Good night. First of all, have you had your flu shot this year? Uh, I've never had a flu shot in my entire life. Okay, well, you just had the flu. Do you like it? How was it? It was awful. Okay, let's get the flu shots from now on. Okay. Uh, all right, I, all I'm right. listening. And viruses. You you know what a virus is? Do you guys I, understand? By the way, not not clear. really. Not no. really. Kevin yeah. okay. and Jensen were not clear on no. bacterial versus virus. So yeah, so bacteria explain. are so, small microbiological organisms like E. coli, staph, strep, those are the common ones. They are 
a million miles away from something called a virus, which are tiny packets of DNA surrounded by an envelope of protein. Viruses probably came to us on some asteroid or something and started cohabiting with us by infecting us and causing illness. What happens is the viruses get into our cells. They, they commandeer our cells to produce themselves, but they make our cells sick as the virus spreads throughout our body and is, is, is uh, produced in increasingly high concentrations. Antibiotics do nothing to a virus, underline nothing. But whatever bacteria happen to be, say, in your nose or your gut or on your skin, they get exposed to that Z-pack that you took, and they say, wow, they're trying to kill us. We need to develop resistance, which they do very readily. So the next time, you, when, if you should ever get, let's say, a staph skin infection or a strep skin infection, that strep now will be armed against the Zithromax, potentially armed against it, okay. and will be resistant and be no good. And we are using so many different and so many frequent types of antibiotics that we're making all the bacteria in the biosphere resistant to all of our antibiotics. There will be a day soon where if you get a skin infection or a pneumonia, you're S out of luck. You could just die the way we did at the turn of the century before we developed antibiotics. Wow, that was only that was only nineteen years ago, by the way. No, no, no. Twenty. I look. Oh, the, the other the, century. Okay. The, um, the, the antibiotics only been around since the forties, right? And so it's it's, right. it's a the, most people died of infect microbiological infectious diseases, bacterial infections. Okay. Now, dumb dumb question, Doctor Drew. Dumb question. Yeah. Do do viruses and bacteria? Are they both responsible for things that feel like flu or pneumonia or colds? Sometimes. That's why you're going to see a doctor to distinguish between those things. And, and not only that, allergies can seem like a cold, too. And it's very difficult to distinguish allergy from cold. But what you have with the fever, chills, aching, sore throat, that is a viremia. That's virus breaking out into your system. And that's usually a flu. Okay. okay, how do you know the difference? I said to Bean, uh, Dr. Drew, okay, if your throat is really... Look with the flashlight in your throat. Do you see any white pustules, anything like that? If you do, please go to a doctor. You might have strep. And then guess what? You'll get a pack. You'll get penicillin, whatever, and that will start combating it. And, and, and the other thing about bacterial infections, when you pick the right antibiotic against the bacteria, it typically gets better fast. Yes. Very quickly. And so Allie's point is when you see pus, when you see accumulation of white cells in these packets we call pus, that's often bacterial. Virus doesn't do that. And so that's one of the ways you can distinguish. Well, how does a doctor tell when you go in which one you have? Sometimes it requires testing. Literally swabbing the throat, oh, swabbing, testing okay. your blood, and that kind of thing. But it, it's it, nine times out of ten, it's a virus. That that's the thing. And and certain. And by the way, there are antiviral medications for the flu, and for various kinds of flus to shorten the duration of it. And you should give it give it to people in your household that can prevent them from coming down with it as well. What's, what, what's, like that? what's that? What's that medicine? What's the medicine what? that'll shorten it? Uh, there's various ones. You have to, there's, there's, in fact, there's one you can even take one dose of. So it depends on what the doctor wants to use. It's, okay. it's in the class of, we. I think people have heard of things like Zovirax or you know things we use for shingles that we use for herpes. Those are viruses, and so we use those medications for that. Part of the problem was I misunderstood and I used my flashlight to try to diagnose it. I didn't <laughs> I have a flashlight, so and oh. I, now I understand. He is leaving us with a whole new <laughs> sense of himself. He's burning this place. This for 20 years. He's burning this place down. Drew. Hey, Doctor Drew, a thought. 
Because I know that the Heal app will come and do a uh, flu shot for you. Yes. Could we get... uh, Bean will be here tomorrow. I have to. Could we get, uh, like, Heal to come in and do flu shots for us? And could Bean get one now while he's sick? Uh, you're not supposed to get it while you're sick. How, okay. how far are we out of your illness? You still sick? Uh, I'm feeling better. You know, I'm feeling a little bit better every day. It's probably been about well, six days I, since I started presenting right, symptoms. That, that's a, impossible. But that's, again, that that's why you see a doctor. Let, that's let why you that see doctor. practitioner come in and make that call. Should I, we put Bean in another studio? That's what I'm asking, So we don't get sick. <laughs> he probably is not. Is, has a sore don't throat. Don't give me problem. Fine. Much better. Much, much uh, better. Drew, I mean, I, listen to me. I sound better. Can I follow, one follow-up question? Because I have to get the flu shot for my baby, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why am I nervous it's going to give me the flu? Why have I been given that feeling? Yeah, it's a bizarre thing. I took my flu shot day before yesterday. My arm is still a little sore. It's it's just proteins. <laughs> the right. idea that you can get the flu, you can your immune system can react to those proteins, and you can feel kind of crappy, like flu like, mm-hmm. and you can get a. And sometimes getting the shot will introduce some bacteria from your skin, and you can get a local reaction. You just take an antibiotic for that, though. Well, that you're right. Oh, you are right. Right. I, 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 Look at you learning. And today, being learned. <laughs> and, and, I'm but, so... but it, it, there's nothing flu about the vaccine. You can't get the flu okay, from the good. vaccine. Good. Yeah. All right. I generally think doctors are uh, overrated, but I think this has been a good talk, and I'm glad you joined us today. Uh, DrDrew.com <laughs> is where you're going to go for all the podcasts. Don't forget, Monday through Friday, noon till 3 on 790 KABC. Hey, and Allie, DM me again. I'll give you make sure the heel can get in there. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. The heel app we talked about. I don't like this. Apps. Drew backs up Allie on everything. I don't yeah. like it. I, mean, I don't even like that they DM, right? I I, so I'm weird. nervous about Allie's DMs, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Allie, you all right? No. Are you going to be all right? I'm going to be fine. Okay, I'm just it's checking. It's not a big deal that, it you was. know, just one of my favorite actors is sitting right next to me, and all I want to do is, is sing with him. Can and... I hit this button, Allie? Yes, please. We're going to sing and we're going to dance! Very talented Walton Goggins in studio with us right now. He is the star of two hit TV shows. Running through the house with a pickle in my mouth. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. Ready? Just two little kids outside misbehaving. That, of course, is from the Smash HBO oh, comedy man. called Racer's Gemstones. You can also see him on The Unicorn Thursday nights at 8.30 on CBS. He is everywhere, you guys. Walton Goggins, hey! welcome to K-Rock, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Y'all. I've loved so many things you're in. Well, uh, uh, so many. Uh, th- thank, thank you. Thank you very much. He's wow. like, this is wow. creepy. No, no, Why does no, everyone no. love you? I gave him a standing O when he walked in. I, I, I did. Just saying. I did. No, red, red face. Did you think that song was going to have a non-ironic response? People just like the jam. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're, we were we filmed it in, in Charleston, South Carolina, and we uh, uh, started working on the song about a month kind of beforehand, uh, before we, before filming kind of began. And uh, and it was, you know, we just were in a room, like, practicing kind of this routine, and yeah. we loved it. Mm-hmm. We didn't think about, like, what it would, how it would play out, like, to, to the audience. Really, we just wanted to kind of get it right for this world. You clogged for, your kind of ass in- off, too. It wasn't just singing. It was tap you dancing. You were yeah. clogging. Yeah, well, I'm, I, you know, I am, I'm a, I'm a clogger. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. I no, I no, I really am really? a clogger. Yeah, yeah. What? I mean, I'm from I'm from a little town, Lithia Springs, Georgia, and uh, and you know our local kind of YMCA. I mean, we didn't have volleyball where I grew up. Right, <laughs> we didn't have clogging. <laughs> yeah. clog, you know, we had uh, my mom put me in a clogging class. Wow, you know? really? Yeah, yeah that's right. And she was a, she was a clogger. 
And so, uh, long line of cloggers. Yeah, yeah, from uh, clogging goggins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm just saying. Oh, no. There you go. Oh, I said When, when I said you walk it. into the room and Kevin says, and I'm sure you hear it everywhere you go, I love so many things you've been in. It, I can't imagine what it's like walking down the street with you because you have audiences from so many different shows. You don't know when someone approaches you, whether they're a Shield man or a Sons of Anarchy or Justified or whatever. It must just be a, a mystery to you every time you meet a new fan. You know, I, I uh, uh, that's that's a great. I, I, when you really kind of think about that, you know, I, I still, I, I, people, some people, you know, Walton Goggins, you know, I'll get that. I'll, you know, I've gotten that for like a while, or I'll still get Walter Scroggins or like, <laughs> sure, like, w- whatever, you know, whatever that is. But but you're right. Um, you know, it, I've been around for a long time, and kind of have been like in the television world really since the beginning of the Shield. So it's been about 19 years for me, and. I've had such great fortune, you know. Yeah. Do you have a favorite of the roles you've played? A character that you love more than any other? If um, that's possible. The Unicorn Thursdays at eight thirty on CBS. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Kelly Call. Thank you so much, Kelly and David Nevin and Tom Sherman. Uh, no, and I do. I God, I love this this Wade Felton. You know, I I, I really I, I I love them all, and yeah. I, and I love them all equally, and they all hold a a really special place in in my heart. The the thing that I. I, I don't know how you guys feel when you walk down the street and, and some people, you know, stop Unnoticed. You and, <laughs> tired. Just tired. No, until they hear you talk. Sometimes, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but for me, I, there, there's no, I don't have a passive fan. Like, either either you really don't like me. Well, you're, or, yeah. Or you, are you, are you really like me or you have no idea who, who I am. And, uh, and so you never there's really no know. There's no just, hey, yeah. you're okay. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. So, so, so the conversations that I get in are, are, are pretty deep, you know, yeah. and they go deep really quickly. And, and I, and I like that personally. I like, I, I think that if you ask, I think if somebody spends an hour a week uh, with you, for 12 hours a year or 13 hours a year has been the case, my case, mm-hmm. uh, that they, they deserve uh, as much time as you have. To you, sit yeah. and talk With this many products, you must also get the fan who knows you but can't place hey, it's that guy. where they know you from. Yeah, yeah. you know. I had, and did I they think, ask you to go through your entire IMDb? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I think I, I wish that I had a card with my, like, IMDb. <laughs> you just kind of hand You hand may that know out, me from such you know? shows From the as. Unicorn. No, yeah. that's not it. Yeah. Um, but but this, I think there is Sons a period. Anarchy. No. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, no, have no uh, the Hateful Eight. <laughs> no. No, I, yeah, no. I know you're from something else. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was working in, in South Africa, and, uh, and, for a while i've been there for a bit over the past few years and uh and somebody you know that this conversation happened with a you know somebody on the street and uh and i and i said uh maybe maybe you're a quentin tarantino fan first person in my life who i've ever heard say quentin tarantino like who is who is quentin tarantino he had no you know no idea who quentin tarantino is and then we found out that he was a fan of uh of uh, major league back to the minors I mean, that is great, though, to watch you go from being a bad guy in so many things to now showing off your comedic chops between and obviously your sweetness and your sweetness too, between gemstones way. and unicorns. But just with gemstones and this, yeah. it is on Sunday night. It was whiplash to watch you as Uncle Baby Billy and then to see you as such a love bug sweetheart on the unicorn. I was like, what is happening? 
Well, I, 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 you guys are like, I'm gush. I'm, I, thank you, thank you. Very, I mean, I, like, it's and never a little long moment, but again. like, in a, uh, yeah, that's yeah. great. I know, but I really, uh, no, I, I, I appreciate you saying that. And uh, you know, as an I, actor, it's a dream to be able to play these kinds of roles. I imagine. Let, let's talk about Wade for a minute, just because I, I mentioned the sweetness. I mean, this looks like if you don't watch it, it looks like another sitcom, but it has so many layers to it because of how great Wade is. I mean. We don't see very many characters like him on TV, right? You know, uh, thank uh, thank you for 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 saying that. You know, we have twenty two minutes to tell our story, yeah. And uh, and when I when CBS kind of came to me, it was a it was a it was a multi cam, and uh, and a, a really good friend of mine, uh, Peyton Rude, uh, Peyton Reed, uh, the director of Ant Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. was producing it uh, along with his two partners, uh, Mike uh, Schiff and Bill Martin. And and it was a story based on a really good friend of theirs uh, that they had known since college who who lost his wife to cancer. And um, and I said, well, I, you know, I couldn't do this as a as a multicam. That's not really kind of my medium. But um, and they said, well, would you do it as a single cam? And we said, okay, if we if we honor, we really honor, you know, what this what this guy is going through and what his friends are going through. Through, and they said that's exactly what we want to do. And CBS said that's what we want to do. And 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 they gave us the space really to make people gut laugh. Oh, right? Michaela yeah. Watkins and, and, and Rob go, Corddry oh, are hysterical in every single scene. But then a minute later. Got a little tear going down my face. You know it what? is it's got so much heart. Thank you. Well, I, I think that struggle is is universal. You know, mm-hmm. really. I think we've all uh you know, you don't have to have lost a spouse. I mean, you could lose a job, your your dog could have passed away, you yeah. could have uh whatever great change kinda happens in your life, whatever Rubicon you're crossing, on the other side of it, there is a new normal that you have to adjust to. And I think that's what we all have in common. And through this experience with Wade Felton, for me anyway, um, it, it is uh, something that if done correctly, you know, if you hit that that's tone. That's the key. And you, yeah, that's, that's right. the key. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you hit that, and you hit that tone, which Thank is... You, man. Which is every that, woman that's in America what makes wants it to work. date you, Walton. <laughs> and, and he's married. It's I feel a, like your uh, wife it's, probably it's, doesn't love that yeah. aspect. It's truly false advertising. I am, you know, I tell you, like, having been... It, like Michael Chiklis was the, our leader on the show, oh, yeah. fantastic, and uh, and and having been given an opportunity to support him and to see what it, what it takes to be you know number one on the call sheet, kind of in that way, and then and then with with Tim on um, on on Justified to to be in this position with uh, on the Unicorn as Wade Felton and to have. The great Rob Corddry oh, yeah. and Michaela Watkins, Love. Love. Omar Benson Miller, and Maya Lynn Robinson, man, to have and my daughters, these two, two one Ruby J and McKenna, to have my back is, uh, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a lucky man. That's the sweetest part about that is I have girls too, and they're everything to me. And yeah. when you play Wade, you can tell that that's genuinely how you feel, and that's the that's the crux of the show. If you miss that, the yeah. show's. Not well, that like, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I know exactly what you mean. And I, this is more close to who I am as a person than anything I've ever. Not been, the shield. No, no, no or Lloyd <laughs> oh, Crowder. I I mean, I'm a little hit. Venus Van Damme. <laughs> see, I thought you were a little hateful. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little, yeah. little hateful. Yeah. Little Lee Russell. You get some Lee Russell in there. It's a lot going on in my head, guys. <laughs> no, but but I and I have a uh, you know my wife and I have a, a son and um, he just started uh, Cub Scouts. yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. But he is the. I, you know, with, it's hard to say without tearing up. Like you, he's the love of of my life, and uh, and we get to e- explore that like on this show. And so, what was the, the hardest part for me, really, about about doing this uh, initially was uh, I, I put the clothes on, and they're very similar to the clothes that I I wear. And I started uh, walking, and I, I I walk like me, and I started talking, <laughs> and I and I talk like me, and I and I got a lot of anxiety. 
you know, uh, right like after those kind of first initial meetings because I thought, well, I have nothing to hide behind. I don't think anyone's going to be interested in, in just me. I, oh, you it, feel like wow. doing a different character, you can totally hide you behind can, that. You can, you know, can. Yeah, the prosthetics, the teeth and stuff. Or just or just like even like Boyd Crowder, you know, for me, uh, you know, representing rural America is a big, you know, it's very important to me. Yeah. Uh, Shane Vendrell and the Shield and, uh, and what that was saying about you know, the pursuit of security in our country after 9-11. Like, yeah. all of these things really mean something to me. And Wade Felton means as much to me, if not more than any of them, because of where I am now as a, as a father. But once I kind of got used to it, it's like, well, wait a minute. You know what? Don't worry about other people judging you. You're enough for you. And if you just come from your heart and you tell this story as honestly as you possibly can and uh, and honor the, the struggle that we all have, well, then let the chips fall where they may. Is it difficult to get to that point? To where you just I, I, say, well, I am what? enough? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the great journey in life, isn't yeah. it? You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, for me, that, that transition really kind of happened, uh, you know, I was I was lost in, in, in my 20s, like, not in a, in a, in a really negative way, not, mm -hmm. like, drugs or anything like that it was just youth wasn't it yeah and uh and it took me to to get to like 35 where that really landed for me and it's like whoa wait a minute everything's okay you're gonna be okay no i still feel what. like a fraud 100 percent fraud <laughs> oh look they're clapping a couple of people are clapping. Wow. Wait a minute. They're in a golf it's tournament. not a lot it's of people. Very quiet. It's a couple people. It's just like two people. That's it's just a mattering. I, I can only get uh, applause from two people. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I feel like this has been a journey with Walton it's for the past few minutes. It's never hard for a guy who, when he's failing, can just clog. You know what I mean? He's always got a backup. Just clog. Yeah. It's the end I, of the you, know what, it's so, you know what's cool about that? They are still I have, clapping. They're still clapping. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have no new dance moves. Just clogs. I mean, they're like 20 years old, my dance moves. But if I walk into a club and I start clogging, stop clapping for God's sake, give it up. Please. He's Walton, um, He's we are out of time. Be careful with that whole pick, oh pick on your I mouth thing. Oh, my God, I want to move in I with you guys. I know. You're allowed in. You're allowed in. <laughs> uh, hey, what a joy. Uh, Come back so for everything, please. Seriously, Righteous Gemstones just completed its first season, but you can see them all on demand on HBO and The Unicorn. I'm telling you, we don't often recommend CBS comedies, but this is one that <laughs> and, you... And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. For you reals, we don't. We don't. But no, this is right. one you guys will love. And when you get into new shows, you're always nervous it's going away. This show just got a full season pickup yesterday. Yes. So it's, awesome. it's here to stay. Thursday yeah. night today, 30 on CBS. Walton, you're the best, man. Thank Thanks you for so coming much in. Thanks for having me. Guys. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. And it's also Thursday. That means it's time for NFL talk, you guys. RJ Bell is here. This is RJ RJ is the founder of Pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. Uh, one in two week last week, still winning on the season, RJ. But um, unfortunately, the Seattle game is the one you got right, and you broke my heart all over again. <laughs> Way to go, RJ. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. You know, that was a heck of a game. Very physical, very intense. And in a way, the, the NFL, the fact they only have those 16 regular season games, I think, is one of the tricks to the success, uh, baseball, basketball, it's just not the intensity of the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. You're 13-8 and eight on the season, so our listeners are still making money. We know that's tough to do. Let's take a look at what we have for this week. The uh, New York Giants plus seven at Detroit. Is Detroit that bad? Well, remember now, Detroit is favored by a touchdown here. We yeah, like the, Gi the Giants, and the reason being... I believe, one, the Giants aren't as bad as they looked last week. They had a game 
against Arizona. They were at home. A lot of people bet them. They lost, and usually people hate betting a team a second time. In fact, one of our losers last week was the Giants. Mm -hmm. We're doubling back. You know why? Because Detroit did something this week that we always like to fade. It's the week of the trading deadline, and they traded one of their most popular defensive players. So when a team starts to trade at the deadline, it's a sign from the front office they're giving up on the season. Oh, And to me, the other teammates, well, they look around and say, wait a minute. Our favorite guy, one of our favorite guys is leaving, but we're stuck here still having to play. Yeah, they're making good money, but that's the way they think. And to me, that Detroit trade is why I want to fade Detroit. So pick number one, Giants plus seven. Yeah, they got rid of one of their star players, if you can call it that, as a lion, right? For for like a fifth <laughs> round draft pick or something. So they really are cleaning house. It looked like, if anything, it looked like a salary dump, and that's something the players have little tolerance for when they feel like they can still win. I mean, Detroit could have made, and they still can, but they were on the brink of a playoff hunt, and the front office says, "No, we're going to trade away a key guy." Gotcha. All right, best bet from RJ this week is the Kansas City Chiefs plus four hosting Green Bay. Now, this might sound a little zen, a little paradoxical, but here it goes. All right. Patrick Mahomes, he's out for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. He is the most valuable player in the NFL, but he's overrated. Oh, it's come true. On, RJ. Because we think he's worth about eight points. That's more than any other player in the NFL. Sure. You are hating on your co star from Ballers, RJ? Uh,. Was he, oh, yes, yes. Well, it wasn't the same episode. To me, I have a special affinity for those on my episode, no doubt. Travis sure. Scott, by the way, before he was as famous as he, as he is now. Oh, yeah. When you think R.J. Bell, think Travis Scott. Oh, you know that? Alex <laughs> in The Rock, I think, is by the By the way, Mahomes uh, uh, with a plus eight rating, I'm fine with. I think he's that good. No? I, I agree, but the market moved about 10 points. So that's the thing. You're right. That eight is a good number. I agree. Ten, I think it's a bit much. So we're getting value by playing Kansas City. On the other hand, you've got a Green Bay team that's played more home games than any team in the NFL, and they're very good at home. Now they're on the road. And uh, the, the reality is Aaron Rodgers is a 500, a coin flip quarterback on the road. Pick number two, Kansas City plus four without Mahomes. R.J. Bell on the line from LasVegasPregame.com talking about NFL Week 8, including Thursday Night Football tonight. Is there any sadder team in the NFL than the Washington Redskins? You predict a big, big win for Minnesota. Yeah, and it's very rare. In fact, in all, you know, six years now, Kevin and Bean, this is maybe the second or third time I've taken a favorite over two touchdowns. But here's why. Trend of the week is if you have a Thursday night favorite, of more than 10 points. This is 16 tonight, right? Thursday night favorite, more than 10. 22 and 0 straight up. All right, that makes sense. 17 and 4 against the spread, one push. And the rationale is simple. When you have only three days to prepare instead of six, the talent becomes even more important. And when you have so much talent that you're favored by more than 10, that exerts itself, that dictates these Thursday games more than anything. We're 17-4-1 in that spot. Thus, we're playing Minnesota. One last thing in this game. Washington fired Jay Gruden. Mm. You might say, oh, he wasn't much of a coach anyway. You're right. But he also was the offensive coordinator Ah. of the team. And him leaving that role has been a real negative for Washington. Minnesota's the pick. 
All right, so recapping RJ's picks this week. The big dog is the Giants plus seven at Detroit. Best bet, Kansas City plus four hosting Green Bay. The big game, the Vikings minus 16, as just described, hosting the Washington Redskins. Uh, Before we let you go, RJ, will Las Vegas win or lose a ton of money if the Nationals continue the way they're going and win this World Series? Well, I tell you, what's amazing is I'm I'm guessing you've heard this. If you look at what the Nationals record was like June 1, this is a team that was a real big underdog. I'm oh, they're like going, forty to one back then, or something, right? Uh, what number had you heard? Forty to one is what I, I heard. I, I I had heard even higher, up to sixty, seventy to one. If you had shopped around in June, and remember the Astros, clear favorites entering this series. So the fact that it's two zero Washington, big surprise. But it's been a big surprise about Washington the whole way. And wouldn't you know it? This is a team that lost probably the best player in franchise history this offseason, yeah. and this is the year it looks like they have a heck of a chance to win it. Yep, when you're hot, you're hot. They yeah. won 18 out of the last man. 20. Streaky All right, RJ Bell's Dream Preview is a great podcast available on iTunes, discussing both college football and NFL episode each week. Don't forget, the daily radio show is straight out of Vegas with RJ Bell, weekdays 3 to 4 on Fox Sports Radio, and pregame, pregame.com is the site you want to go for all that and more on Twitter at RJ in Vegas. Great chat, my friend. We'll do it again next time. Thank you. Thank you. Cause he's RJ Bell. RJ Bell. Yes, he's RJ Bell. RJ Bell. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. 106.7 K-Rock is K-R-O-Q. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. We didn't get a chance to talk about the really important sports event going on today. Uh-huh. Oh, we mentioned the World Series and the NFL. What uh-huh. else? Uh, the LA Galaxy playing LAFC. Okay. In the playoffs tonight. Why are Allie and Kevin not making a bet about who has to wear a suit tomorrow? I will never make that bet again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to explain to people like me who know nothing about soccer, is this a one-game playoff? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes, it's a one-game playoff. This is like the wild card before, baseball? Before, like before, you it used to be a two-game where you had to count up the goals and a tie was okay. Mm-hmm. They just cut that all out. This is so, sudden death. Win or go home. Okay. Basically is what's happening. And is it always, well, how did it end up being both LA teams? Uh, it just happened just that happened. way because okay. um, because um, standings. The Galaxy beat Minnesota in last week's game. Got it. So LAFC was so good during the season. They had a bye. Now they meet tonight. And the winner moves on and the loser goes home. Great. LAFC has some some issues with the Galaxy. Well, I mean, they probably should have beat us three out of four times or something like that. And you play for the Galaxy, I do. And they didn't. Yeah. And we beat them several times when we weren't supposed to at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we sort of have their numbers. It's concerning. Saying. It's concerning to me, a huge LAFC You're not an LAFC fan. Yeah. Don't even say yeah. that. Yeah. I love all Who's of Who's the them. leading scorer? Uh, Vela. <laughs> I didn't think you'd have it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nice. That was quite a guess. Nice. Nice. Uh, are you going to the game? Of course. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't miss it. All right. Because you are playing in it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm available. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm not if sure they're going to call me into it, but right. I'm available. I mean, even though my very good friend uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic oh. is on the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, You're still rooting against him. Yeah, well, I look I look better in black and gold. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's how you should treat your team. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Look, that's La- why there's so many Raider fans. Last game, um, he, uh, Zlatan. Silver. Silver. 
Zlatan scored 90 seconds into the game Lance. and mm-hmm. just stood in front of their supporters and was like, how about that? Yeah. It was he's, crazy. Uh, he's something. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's tonight. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you know Kevin again? Soccer. Allie is here. Time <laughs> for what's happening on a Thursday morning Kevin and Bean show. By the way, I met Zlatan for 12 seconds. Um, I don't <laughs> want people to be friend. like, how are you friends with Zlatan? I'm not <laughs> at, at all. Met him. Very kind. I was like, oh, I could be a Galaxy fan. Until I went to a game at um, LA and I was like, well, this is gorgeous. How well, many you bars saw, you in saw this the place? Hawk. I saw the, well, yeah, it's a, it's not a hawk. It's a um, fal- falcon. Right. That's way different. Yeah. It's very different. So you're picking it because of the stadium. And Will Ferrell right. is a part owner. And the, how um, many, all right. How many LAFC games have you watched this year? Uh, two. And one I was at. You were forced to watch. Well, because I was there. there. With yeah. a friend. Though. With a friend. Yeah. yeah. Who was there? With or without you, you didn't go. You didn't get your friend to go. She got you to go. Right. Okay, she introduced me to the team, I'm and just I was saying. like, "This is a great team." It and is a great team. And this bar right by our seats is an open bar before the game. Okay, <laughs> LAFC. Yes, they do everything right. Well, they do have the best record in MLS yeah. for this year, but that there doesn't go. necessarily mean that they're going to move. Yeah. It's just one game. We'll see down to one game. Yeah. Yes. Plus, that Slaton guy turns out pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. And, and don't forget. John Sedlak, seen here with his pet falcon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true, you guys. I wonder who's going to be the, the falconator. I'm sure there's a name. What's the name of the person? Falconer? Falconer. Okay. I like falconator, I like falconator better. better as well. But <laughs> I wonder who it's going to be tonight. I don't know, but that's irrelevant. And it's not This is a sporting irrelevant. event. I know, but okay. it's kind of a big deal. I got... I got screwed. I got Garcetti the night I went. I was like, romp, romp, fix the potholes. That's what I yelled at him. But then a few nights after that, the whole cast of the Mayans was there. I'm sorry I brought it up. I know. I think I know who it is. I I actually do think. I think I read who it is. Who? Elf. No way. Yeah. Yeah. What would would, uh, Elf say, do you think, No problem. Here's the, the, uh, now oh, that it's called The Falconator, it should be Arnold Schwarzenegger promoting his new film coming out. That would be good. Oh, that would be huge. Kevin, that, you that's upset, not the point. You upset you brought up the game yes. tonight. Yes. All right. I'm just saying there's soccer involved, uh-huh. and it's the playoff time. It's a huge, huge game. It's a huge game. Winner go home. Correct. Winner take all. And it's at LAFC. Yeah, it so is. So you got their fans to deal yeah. with. So good times. Yeah. And that Morgan. whole, what is what are the built. fans called on the side that jump the whole game? The supporters group. I'm sure they have a name, and I apologize for not knowing it, oh, being you a don't huge that, fan like yeah, I am. I will say this. It's odd that you don't know that. I wound up watching them for a large chunk of the game because it's fascinating. Yeah. They're just singing. They're chanting. They've got the flags. So they're you jumping watching up and down. A, team a true play. fan. A true fan. No, you were watching was, the fans this was cheer. during the breaks in the action. Oh, they were playing the Red Bulls, and they weren't that great. They're called the three two five twos. Terrible name, by the way. Is that really yeah. it? That is it. Huh. They're they're fascinating to watch. Yeah. And they get so hot because and it's gonna be so hot tonight. Yes. A lot of sweat. LAFC, my team. It's not your team, and it's okay. annoying that you say that because I actually have a team. <laughs> that is a, that's like a real life nightmare. <laughs> I actually have a team that it's I care very much so about. Upset. And I'm sorry I brought it up because you're a horrible person. Isn't it awesome though that if LAFC wins, like they're gonna really bring soccer to LA. <laughs> 
finally. She says that because she knows the Galaxy already won five championships and we're going for but number some, six. Actually, Muggs saw that on the news. Some a-hole LAFC supporter that was like, I mean, it's just cool that LAFC is really buying soccer to LA. What douchebag. And you're one of them. I, di- I said to Beckham when I met him, who was on LAFC, I said to he David... Wasn't. He wasn't? No. <laughs> he was on the Galaxy. Yeah, that's what I meant. At the Galaxy. Uh, My bad. I said you go straight to hell. Years ago, and I said to him, Do and I care? quote, I just want to thank you so much for doing everything you've done to bring uh, soccer just to the forefront in Los Angeles. You said and, that? And then I literally went, Oh my God, shut up. It was a total, I carried a watermelon moment. Like, right. stop talking to David Beckham about soccer, which you don't watch. Like, you represented soccer for you. I like, did. As I the, totally as the did. commissioner of soccer, thank yes. you for bringing it. Like yes. you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, stop well, it. Well, and my allegiance has changed. What's happening? Now I. Huge, What's happening? Uh, she has about a fan minute. of LA. Why would you ever miss this? I hate you yeah. so much. A minute to give a story. Wow. <laughs> Some birthdays. Oh, right. <laughs> Kevin Klein, BD Wong, Drake, Wayne Rooney, and Jalen Ramsey. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bee. Rock Caracule. Unbelievable. Halloween is here. I'm so excited. It's scary. Let's start. Halloween is here, gotta regulate My costume look ill like Dallas Buyers Katniss Erdine, y'all know I'm on fire, fire Ring the doorbell and be polite If you give me king size, I'll be back all night Cup so many flavors, I can count them Big feet, butterfingers, yeah I'm about them Haters get so mad, cause they can't stop it It ain't trick or treat, and if you ain't got it <laughs> Mess around, I'ma catch your body If I see Nick wafers, I throw him in the potty Whoop, king size candy, getting king size candy King size candy, getting king size candy King size candy, getting king size candy On Halloween, getting king size candy Early in the night, fill my candy bath So that's not a problem, I got another bag I'm bussing Running laps on these fools Hit the house twice is Rosa G's rule Get my candy, you don't have a chance I'll send you to the sea, Spongebob square pants Let chuck you from the flake, I'll run them up Fun size, has me like, yeah, yeah. Racings, toothbrush, dots, and apples If you give me these, you're just an Want my sneakers, Reese's, Kit Kats, and Twix Put M&M's, Pop Rocks, and Nerds in the mix yeah. Back home, let's eat, you know that sound Candy Crunch, fool, Candy Crunch by the pound Like crunch, 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 talking Crunch, crunch, crunch Get it. King size candy, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. On Halloween, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. On Halloween, getting king size candy. Toss up your sweets, toss up your sweets, toss up your candy and your treats. Toss up your sweets, toss up your sweets, toss up your gum bars, pops, toss up your treats. I hear the candy like a bat, Dracula, <laughs> stuck in bars all night, stamina, king size, like what ring buys, with my ring pops, yeah, that's my ring size, king size, king size, candy, king size, king size, candy, on Halloween, king size candy, I got a giant tablet on, I haven't eaten yet, okay, cool.
I mean, seriously, king-size candy, right? The legend. Who's with me? We know at Jensen's house he has it. Yeah. Yeah. I still think he's just saying that he's just bragging. No, he, like, I Because he wish. knows none of us are going to his house to, like, to source some on no. it. So he just like, throws it around. What if like, I just show up with a I'm bag just it. by myself? You Don't should, man. Not. Listen, it's, it's, a, it's a Danielle edict. She she is very much into the law of king-size candy bars. Uh, I wish we didn't do it because, one, saves us money if we didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, very expensive. Two, so I know you're the people, Grinch. they're coming back. They're coming back for seconds. How can they not? I know. You're giving them, you're wearing gold. I know. For God's <laughs> sakes. Is this is this because is this like uh like uh when a celebrity goes out to dinner they have to tip big, otherwise no, she, word will spread? Does she worry that no. people will recognize her and then say, Oh, she's a cheap bitch? No, because she doesn't even answer the door. She goes, You go answer the door. She's a cheap bitch. <laughs> well, that's what they might say if they if they yeah. are dissatisfied with the candy at yeah, the door. A lot of so three year olds yeah. are like, Wow, what a cheap bitch. I'll never watch that show again if that I hands, didn't know existed. If she hands over uh, like the bad gum, you know, the the awful sort of like stale what are those? Bubble bazooka? Y- yeah, bazooka yeah. gums. Yeah. Like that are rock. Hard. Hard rock. Yeah, yeah, I love awful. those by the way. Oh, of, love course you do. Would. of course you do. Uh, Rosa G, by the way, who we are, are so in love with for not only her King Size Candy song, she had the Fourth of July song, mm. she had a uh, Labor Day song, she had a Thanksgiving song, a Christmas song. I miss Rosa G. She was great. She is great. She's great. All right, Allie, time for one final look at uh, what's happening here on this Thursday morning Kevin Beach show. Guys, Punky Brewster has quite the heartthrob joining the cast. Uh, okay. Of what? Punky <laughs> of Brewster. Reboot. You said oh. that like it was exciting. Come on. Well, Freddie no, Prince he... Jr. is joining. He's going to play uh, Punky's ex-husband, you guys. Who's with me? Wait. I'm sorry. I'm very confused. Punky Brewster is a TV show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not a person. Correct. That's Soleil Moonfry. Okay. And is it's played. coming back? Yes. Yes. I think it's, you were out of town or sick or something is for this, this one. Is this Disney Plus? Or no. No. This is, uh, this is uh, Peacock. Yeah. The, right? P- the NBC purchasable yeah, service. They're yeah. Doing, uh, yeah. They're doing Saved by the Bell. There's a streaming service called Peacock. Yeah. Sure there is. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> there real. really is. Yeah. It's launching Nothing April April 2020. I swear to God. Okay. Yeah. Bunky Brewster, by the way, used to be a huge, huge show that we okay. all loved. And then we would dress up as Punky Brewster for Halloween. Yeah. And we got golden retrievers and a best friend named Cherry Johnson. It's just uh, what we did. Danielle got a very sweet email about maybe coming into that show for a little. <gasps> well, please do, because I love Punky Brewster, and I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Freddie Prince Jr. is going to play Travis, Punky's ex-husband. Constantly in and out of town as a working musician, but he's still a great dad. And still a lot of chemistry between him and old Punky. Will they or won't they? Gotta tune into the Peacock. I haven't heard a word since you started. Um, <laughs> Cherry Johnson, will she return? She for- is back. Okay. Yes. I went to elementary school with Cherry Johnson. I'm sorry for being so excited. No, she, I'm happy to hear she's coming back. <laughs> Big deal, guys. I love that you're excited. I just can't match that enthusiasm yeah, myself. I, I understand. Okay. I get it. I get it, you guys. Um, Sharon Osborne says that her plastic surgeries have left her hardly able to feel her mouth. Oh, man. She shared her thoughts about plastic surgery and a story about one of her procedures yesterday on an episode of The Kelly Clarkson Show. She recalled that she had a mouth lift, which I've never heard of that. I don't even know what a mouth lift is. I swear (laughs) what? But she said that it caused numbness and a temporary curled lip. She said, for the first week, I can hardly feel my mouth. And now, to be honest with you, I 
couldn't find my mouth. It was numb, and one side went up, and I looked like Elvis. She said, "It's like fam- after the dentist when her, you." Yeah, family members were like, "Why are you snarling at me?" She's like, "I I had a mouth lift. It's just how my face looks now." A mouth lift? Why? That's a I thing. I don't know. A mouth lift. I don't want my mouth any higher or more intense or anything. I just want it where it is. She's very, I will say this about her. She's very open about her plastic surgery. Doesn't make it less weird. Which is refreshing, though. Yes, absolutely. She said she recently got a facelift, debuted the whole new look on the talk season 10 premiere. That was like a big topic. Like, tune in to see Sharon's new face. Hmm. Good times, you guys. Good times. She's a poo person. I don't know if we're saying that at all. Um, but a poo person, uh, Girls Gone Wild founder, Joe oh, Francis. his name's still around. He was nearly kidnapped in Mexico when several armed men broke into a home, robbed everyone, then attempted to take Joe and his group of friends, like, attempted to kidnap them, you guys. He's a solid, solid no. Person. no. He's definitely not. Joe oh. and the others, which were mostly staff working at that house, were tied up with wire and robbed. Shortly after, neighborhood security had a scuffle with the gunman who fled the area until police spotted them, but three out of the four got away. I don't even think he a doctor. He, I don't think he is either. He's not. He, that would not be the first time he was kidnapped either. Yeah, there's bad yeah. stuff. He's that's if you've been kidnapped more than once, it's the issue's you. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. That's a pretty safe statement. Yeah, I think yeah. that that might be true, you guys. Woo! He uh, is God's gift. Wow, Jensen, wow. that is a strange I thing didn't, to say. Didn't say that. Very weird. So Kevin Hart is still in recovery mode after his awful car crash that was only last month, you guys. Um, <laughs> he was scheduled to appear at LA Mission's ninth annual Legacy of Vision Gala, which is tonight, to receive an honorary award for the work with the organization. But TMZ says he's not going to be able to make it, and Nick Cannon is hosting, which do you think that's why? He's like, wait, who's hosting? Mm-hmm. I'm not coming. Uh, Nick Cannon is hosting, and he is reportedly going to accept the award on behalf of Kevin and his wife, Anika. Because he's got yeah. such a big boner. I, Ma'am, hmm? that is a strange thing to say right there. Bean? You sound like you're going to say something. No, not at all. Okay. Just uh, any story that involves Nick Cannon, I just, uh, I don't know why I don't understand how he continues to get work. I really don't get it. I think he's perfectly serviceable. But is that what you want? Uh, Is that what you look for? A lot of Hollywood does. I was going to say, if you're trying to get home early, yeah. Yeah. Versus bad? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but why not good? Oh, well, that's... Isn't there an alternative where you can have somebody who has something to say about anything yes, ever? But maybe way fewer options, I think. Yeah. I don't Ryan know. Seacrest just... has Same, made a yeah. whole career yeah. out of yeah. being... Serviceable. He's a billionaire out of it. Yeah. Perfectly He's fine. He's all right. He did yeah. once try to give a high five to a blind guy, though, and that is great. It was It was maybe wonderful. the greatest moment and in yeah. history. It's almost like worth the career <laughs> to, so that we have that forever. And Nick Cannon does still dress like a genie, so yeah. I guess he's got mm-hmm. that going on. There are two cool things about them. Nick Cannon dresses as a genie and Ryan Seacrest mm-hmm. once started to high-five a blind guy. Okay. Worth it. Parallel tracks, those careers. Yep. Very Sliding doors. <laughs> so Netflix announced yesterday that more than 25 million households watched El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, in the weeks since the film debuted. They, of course, are notoriously cagey about when they reveal numbers for specific programs. There's the sound right there. Um, Last week, Nielsen estimated that El Camino, which currently has a 92 rating on Rotten Tomatoes, netted 6.5 million viewers in its first three days of streaming circulation. That's a lot less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which, yeah, it's, it's weird. 
It's weird, guys. Could Netflix be talking worldwide? Oh, sure, I'm sure. Because Nielsen wouldn't be. Yeah, Nielsen would would just be America, right? Yeah, so well, that may be just a certain amount of boxes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all kind of a weird. All, everyone has a weird system in ratings. It makes yeah. no sense to me. It's true, you guys. Yeah. It's really true. Except Any- for radio, which is spot oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, spot it's on. It's absolutely right. Good oh, they don't miss God. a single listener. No. no. It's perfect. <laughs> Good peoples. <laughs> Got to wear a bracelet. So <laughs> and, and headphones don't count. If you're listening right. to something Correct. on headphones. Yeah. And if you walk into a um, a store. Forever 21. Forever 21 mm-hmm. and they're playing a radio station. It picks up that you are now a listener of that radio station. You're at a gas station pumping gas. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, someone is a loud boombox in their know. car. What? Legally, we, legally, we love it, and everything's great. Oh, no, it's the best yeah, system in the world. Great. Everything's That's great. But also, it doesn't work. Right. Okay. Okay. I call this Obamagate. I don't think that's necessary. Uh, RuPaul announced that his Drag Race franchise is getting a spinoff series with all celebrity guest competitors titled RuPaul's Celebrity Drag Race. How the have show... they waited this long to do this idea? Honestly, because everything is coming up RuPaul. Everything. Like, he's doing so much, it's insane. But the show is going to launch in 2020. Each episode of the upcoming spinoff will revolve around three celebrity guests who undergo a drag transformation aided by some favorite drag race alumni. They're going to compete for the holy title of America's next celebrity drag superstar, as well as prize money, which will be donated to the charity of their choice. But this news comes after the franchise's flagship show won its second Emmy, consecutive Emmy, for Outstanding Competition Program, and they expanded to a live stage show in Las Vegas, and they're currently airing RuPaul's Drag Race UK. So, RuPaul's been busy, Yeah, guys. no kidding. He's Sounds like a smash. Yeah, it will be, for sure. Who would you want to see on it? Oh, gosh. I'd like to see Mel Gibson. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be so into it, but I definitely would want to... good wanna, choice, though. Thank you. ...would want to see somebody that you wouldn't think would be able to pull off drag. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody just... Really, really hairy with huge, huge shoulders. Hmm. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, I get it. Super Chewbacca? Chewbacca, Chewbacca. Be good. Chewbacca. You, got, you, you look beautiful, both of you. And um, I do this for all the celebrities and famous people. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, localized on what you guys are known for. And it being RuPaul. I need to sing some RuPaul for you. Is that right? Here we go. You better work. Cover girl. Work it, girl. Do the world. I think that's all I know. <laughs> Honestly, RuPaul, that could be all he knows. Yeah. Good one. Well done. Wow. Good one. Hugs. Right there. Members good of work. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Trixie and Katya. He did his research. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Not before that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, some birthdays for you, actors B.D. Wong and Kevin Klein, Wayne Rooney, soccer player Jalen Ramsey from the L.A. Rams, and Toronto Raptors' number one fan, Drake. Hello, I'm Jiminy Glick, and I'm sitting here with an absolute living legend of rapsterdom, the wonderful Drake. How are you? I'm what a super-duper dude I hear you are. Thank you. This is so much fun for me, because normally I interview celebrities, so this is going to be a change. Ah. See, that was more about Jiminy than it was Drake, but still funny. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Honestly, did I tell you about my um, rabbit hole that I went down of Jiminy Glick videos? No. I don't like, so, no. four hours, I, I couldn't move. I was having the time of my life, but I'm still going to say I stand by it. Jiminy Glick. 
uh, interviewing Mel Gibson. Not Mel Gibson. See, now I'm on it. Which Why is some people tune out? He would be great as a drag queen. Uh, That's why you keep thinking about it. Mel Brooks. It might be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Thank you, everybody. Good night now. <laughs> All right. That's what's happening. Who cares? Shut up. Thanks, Ellen. You drive home today. Listen to Stryker and Klein in the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness. Me, SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Would you like to take that back? <gasps> Bean. Allie. Allie. What are you oh, me for? Jensen. Yeah. Oh, I'm in it, huh? Never mind. A little shade their direction, too. Plus, tickets <laughs> for breakfast with Green Day. And we're going to talk to Russ McCamey, who is the guy that has a haunted house that he says no one has ever made it through. Yeah, something He has shady. a 40-page disclaimer you have to sign. Uh, you take a physical, a drug test. There's yes. a lot of nonsense going on there. Yeah. We're going to try and find out what it is tomorrow morning on our new show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 